listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is After Buzz TV's Mistresses After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mistresses After Show. Welcome back, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we're doing the After Show for the Mistresses, Episode 12. This was a... It's getting good. Some big stuff happening. It's getting great. It's so eventful. And eventful meaning a dead husband and a wife are getting back together. I was surprised by that, uh, were you? Yeah. And a Disgusted. lesbian couple that's, you know, half of it yeah, is no longer lesbian, oh, and it's over. Oh, we have a lot to get into. I'm Jeffrey <laughs> Masters. With me is... Naz Perez. Hello. And I'm Tess Nielsen. What's up, guys? All right. So, I thought that when um, Paul and April had, like, they were like, got very close during one scene, uh, and I was like, are they going to make out? And then they didn't, and I said, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then the last scene happens. I said, guys, come on. I... I don't know. I'm just personally offended by this because he says, I want my wife back and I want my life back. And he rhymed for like three more sentences. <laughs> and I <laughs> give or take. That's and really I said, okay, Paul, you made your choice and you will now live with it. Meaning Miranda and your new son. Like mm-hmm. you can't get your old life back when you fake your death. I 100% agree with you. And I was also aggravated because, I don't know, a lot of people say, you know, everyone deserves a second chance. But this is a huge, you pretended you were dead. He's yes. like, I made the biggest mistake of my life. And a part of me is like, all right, I get it. And, you know, I can almost feel April's frustration because we see her talking to Lucy or a little bit earlier before her yeah. and Paul make out at the end. And she's like, I kind of miss our old family. And, you know, she's just really sad. And now Paul saying, I miss our old family. And we all know who April is. You know, she's very like, she's a people pleaser. And Especially so. Especially with her daughter. Exactly. But I also just feel like she's doing herself wrong because even if her and Paul do get back together, like, Richard's going to be mad. She's still going to be friends with Maddie. They're still in the picture. And he still has a son with Miranda. So Absolutely. Miranda's still going to be in the picture, too. And I don't. I think April's mind is clouded right now. And I can't help but think that once Paul turns himself in or gets back with the family, then the life insurance company comes and says, mm-hmm. we want our check back. Close the store. Lock the windows. Open the wind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> open the wind. We got our bank accounts, and we want the money back. Yeah. You, you can't fake a death and come back. This is bad news, Bears. Like, I don't think anything good can really <laughs> no come way. out of it. My my disgust is like radiating. I hope everybody can feel it. <laughs> I, feel I, it. I was feel it. scoffing so loud in the Scoff screening. It. I was just like, uh, uh. I was actually going like this as they got closer. Covering to each other. your like, face. Don't don't no. I, I can't look. Oh my oh my god. Really, <laughs> really. Yeah. You know when she was talking to uh. Lucy. Lucy's like, I miss our old life. And then they like cut to April. Like as they do in a conversation, she's like thinking. <laughs> I, I could see the wheels turning mm-hmm. in her head that said, Oh, I'm gonna go back with Paul. Me too. She's so easily swayed. She's too easily swayed. And it's almost so annoying. And I mean, I'm interested to know if you guys were Lucy, like, how would you take that? Like, I think I would almost hate my father 
Absolutely. Because why did he leave? I wouldn't like embrace him. And even if I got over it one day, even though you're that little, like she, Lucy's pretty smart for her age, you know? Like, yeah, I think she'd be happy to get her father back since she does miss him so much. She was talking about Brandon and like, I think I grow up and learn like what I think I'm I'm not going to say it's, she should know, but you know, as a preteen, right? Of course, she's going to be in the mind state. I miss what I thought I would have had, which was a perfect childhood with a father and everything. Like she has no idea that you know if she really if she knew what was really going on. If she got her father back, the truth is you know it's pretty ugly too. And then she would just be angry instead of yeah. sad and missing something. That's not to say that you know she shouldn't be told, but I mean she doesn't know what she's missing. And good or bad aside, it's got to like mess totally with the kid's psyche mm-hmm. when they've experienced death at such a young age, and then to be told that like that person actually can come back to life. Like how's that going to affect their whole life? Yeah, well, that is so yeah, weird. Because you know? So when you hear someone's dead, it's like I you wouldn't even know how to feel because you can't relate it to the last time yeah. you heard someone. Well, was they'll dead come back because it didn't really. Yeah, they'll have a son, but they'll come back. <laughs> You know, can I, like it's crazy. Can I say sorry to skip to a very superficial level, real quick? Please, because Jess Carroll is not with us today. She'll be back next oh, week. Oh, Jess. But let me throw. I'm never one to speak on fashion, but let me say about Paul. What was up with the dad jeans? He had he had <laughs> the flannel. I, the one week that I'm the one to like nitpick know, on I the know, fashion is that dude was wearing a flannel plaid shirt tucked into his jean dad pants with a belt on and I was just like ugh (laughs) from the beginning of the show until the end of the show and I wouldn't bring up such a thing yes it's superficial I wouldn't bring up such a thing except girl how do you want to make out with that (laughs) (laughs) he looks so pathetic he looks so pathetic to me like what was enticing about that you know, we uh, live in LA. Sometimes I forget that not every like mature man knows how to dress or is like a metrosexual. It's true because guys care so much, and you know, obviously this is changing the subject, but guys in LA do care about what they look like. Yeah, That's all absolutely. I have to say about that. Paul's in yeah. LA. He has no excuse. Well, he's been in Florida <laughs> for a little. LA. He's been we in saw Florida. Florida. For a no. Yeah, word. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Word. I don't want to like judge the um, <laughs> like the acting per se of April because on the whole, I really like her. But I mean, I guess this has to do with the writing. But when um. They they rushed back home to see if Lucy was there. She gets to the bedroom and then she like pulls up the teddy bear and she like holds the sheets and she starts to, to cry. And she falls down crying. Like to me, that's like the most unrealistic thing because when you're a mother and your child is lost and you're searching for them, you don't just give up hope when they're not in their bedroom. You keep fighting. You keep searching. You keep looking everywhere you can. And so I was like, why is she just sitting down and crying? Like that's not helping the situation. Really? I feel like, I mean, I obviously don't have a daughter, but I, I thought that it was kind of a realistic situation. But, I mean, I've never had a daughter, but I've been in situations where you've been searching all day and you've, like, almost done everything you can. You've gone down every road you can. You've called the cops. And there's just, you just have to have one moment where you sit down and you just break down because you just feel so helpless. Yeah, exactly. Not that she was completely, like, giving up, but she just, at that moment, I don't know. I I feel like I could see that happening, maybe. Sometimes we need a good cry. <laughs> I mean, but then Jeff. again, I don't have, I never had a daughter, you know, that's been lost. So. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'll buy that. Okay. Like I'm that. saying it's a girl thing. That's so that's something. my story. But can like we that. just talk about Richard for a second? What were you guys thinking when, when Richard looked and saw that Lucy was, like, meeting up with Paul? Did you guys feel bad for him? 
Um, April, right? April is meeting up with Paul. I'm sorry. And the, inside April, the coffee right? shop, we saw yeah, him. Yeah, April and Paul. Sorry. I we do feel him. bad for him only because I feel like he's been so understanding this entire time mm-hmm. that if she were to be like, hey, listen, we're working things out with Paul. I still want to date you and I'm not getting back with him, even though that's not exactly true anymore. But exactly. if she had been honest with him, I think he really would have accepted that and supported her. So it made me feel bad. What about you, Tess? I think Richard's all in the right and April screwed up and you know I really I think he should hold her to it and I think like, we're sorry, big you're not fans. you're not ready. I am a big Richard fan now. Clearly not ready to I mean she's not giving him the she's not in a good place, but she's not yeah. giving Richard the respect that he's earned. No. And it's clearly a, a difficult time in her life when, you know, your ex husband comes back to life, quote unquote. That's and, crazy. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know that any man, because they're pretty perfect together, if we can use that word. I don't know that any Richard man, and April. Richard and April, okay. that like any man could deal with that. Yeah. That's a lot. You know, let alone like, I don't think that's not the perfect time to be in a relationship. Yeah. Plus, you know, true. with Richard, he, he, you know, he was saying the same thing kind of happened to him. And so mm-hmm. he's probably thinking, you know, he's hurt, he's been down. Would he do the same thing to April with his old chick if she came back in the picture? I mean, not that she faked her own yeah. death, but you know what I mean? Even, you know, if she hadn't done such a thing, she's trying to step back into his life, I bet he would be like, no, I got a woman now who's treating me right, and she's a good woman, and, you know, yeah. I'm not going to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's I good. just felt bad, and I, I kind of saw, like, I feel like that happens a lot. You know, like, some people end relationships, they find someone so great, but it's almost like, do you always go back to that one person, you know, that you've been with for a while? I mean, they were married, and they have a kid together. So it's And like, it was good. Yeah. It was is like it, a great relationship. Is it, po- it brings up the question, is it possible to, like, be start a new relationship knowing that that old person's still there and still wants to be with you? Like, is it possible to actually move forward? Because that's kind of like Savvy's situation as well, but we'll get to Savvy. I feel like in such a situation like this, like they chose somebody else over you. They Mm -hmm. like scorned you. And so it's okay to say, like, yeah, I'm I'm like getting over it. Yeah. When's Paul going to say, you know, maybe April takes him back? Lucy takes them back. They're good for a year. They're good for two years. And then he's like, oh. Of course. I miss my family in Florida. Like, I've, <laughs> yeah. I just want my old family back. Because now he can't <laughs> abandon his other son. What yeah. are you going to do? You, know, you got to pick one. Obviously, he's trying to pick Lucy. I just, like, can't deal with Paul because I, I, I don't know. I just feel like he's so selfish. He's and, like, lacking he in character. Life back and it's just, like, too much. Like, yeah. just stop. And you can't. I, I understand he wants to see his daughter, but I don't think you can ask for that. Even if it's like right or wrong, it's not your place to ask when you've like abandoned her in that way. Mm-hmm. Well, he's probably going to ask after they have sex over mimosas the next morning. <laughs> there goes that. Once sex is involved, yeah. like all rules are out the window. Everything's just weird. Yeah. I think writing TV shows are so fascinating because obviously you need to leave the breadcrumbs to be like, oh, I didn't see that happening, but totally that I get how that could have happened. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like the breadcrumbs in this show are like Big Macs with like extra fries <laughs> yeah. and smoothies. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Whoa! Curveball! You're just like I'm like yeah, I, I got that. Face. I saw the billboard. Yeah, I don't know, but it's <laughs> no, interesting. I, I 100% agree with because that. because of course, like um, when Harry saw the letter, uh, and it's like, oh man, did you guys think that he had opened it when he was drinking? For a second, I did, but then I was like, but remember, I was like, no, this doesn't mean that he's read it yet. 
Right. I was thinking, okay, he's read it, but if he's getting wasted, is that because he's abandoned his life with his child, or because his like ex-wife is now carrying someone else's child? I'm like, yeah. Why are we getting wasted? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's obviously why they did that. But yeah, for a second, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Dom's kid. Holy crap! I cannot uh, believe uh, that everybody's seen this envelope in the cast of the show and no one's opened it. I know. Like character-wise, like, how are you kidding me? This I know, is it's such ridiculous. a big deal. And what you were saying about Savvy last week was getting. Getting me, it almost like, like got me so frustrated this whole week, not even watching Mr. Sis because she's so selfish. Like now you're going on a date with Dom, you're starting to like Dom a lot. Obviously, like Dom is a good person too. Yeah. That doesn't deserve to be stringed along, strung along. Like I don't know. And now she's like, and then I was so like, oh my god, now she's in love with Dom, and and then like she was like, oh. Not ready. Um, I'm gonna give Harry twenty five thousand yeah. dollars, and um, yeah, that's where I am right now. Like, what savvy make up your mind? Like, you are the most indecisive person yeah. in the entire world. And I gotta say, Tess has been on Team Don the whole time, and like, she he yeah, is being have. a very nice gentleman. I'm kind of like falling Dude, for them together. Power couple. No. <laughs> he could and will and is willing and wants to give her everything she wants. If she and marries he's him, such a gentleman, and he just doesn't seem beaten down like Harry is. You know, he also hasn't gone through what Harry has. That's true. He wasn't married to someone that cheated on him. You know, but you know, but like, hypothetically, I think Dom would have been like, "Shit, you did what? Peace." You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not saying that's a good thing on his part, but that seems like the type of dude he yeah, is. Yeah, but so. he's so, like, in his prime right now. You know, like, he just got partner, which, were you guys so weirded out that Savvy was like, that's fantastic. That was weird. I was like, um, it should be a little me. bitter. This guy just got a partner, <laughs> ruined your life, is probably the father of your child, and you're happy for him? That That's not real. Yeah. I think is that, that kind of, I would that's say that real. that kind of signifies the possibility her of her think like hey I, you know I might have a future with this guy maybe I have a stake in this you know what I mean because we'd all be happy for our partners you know like our real life partners if they got a promotion or what care. have you so not to cut you off but I don't care how close you are with another person if you're both up for getting partner and they get it a part but of if you, you has see, to have thank you but like, if you see that's not normal, yeah, that's I, not she's normal. like a little part of you doesn't hate me right now she's like no I want to go on a date tomorrow you no know, because what? you deserve I, it and I don't I don't care you I still agree. want it where's our selfish creatures I agree and I still think that that's whack for her to be I don't know if she's lying or if she was being straight up when she was saying she really was happy for him but yeah. I think if she really was being straight up when she's saying that she's happy for him it's because I feel like she kind of feels like she has a p- potential stake in this like this is her baby daddy maybe she'll end up with him in the long run who knows then you know she could know she could too. open up an envelope I don't know <laughs> I'm not writing yeah. $25,000 checks, so I no. guess Savvy doesn't have to be pissed. You're you right. Know what? Savvy, who am I to get mad at you? The you know, only I'm way, not writing $25,000 yeah, checks to people. The only way that she can not be, unha- or that she can be happy for Dom 100% is if she's thinking, okay, you know what? I'm not doing this good a job at law anymore. I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm going to become a stay-at-home mom, and Dom's going to take care of me because he's partner. Yeah, right. Like, it's exactly. only if she's quitting. And let's hope that Dom takes care of it if it's Harry's baby because, oh, wait, you don't know whose kid it is yet. At this point, if it's Harry's baby, he's not coming back. Right? You think so? I don't think he's coming Harry, back. Harry, I think Harry will come back, I but will he Harry, have any money to bring to the table? Hello, no. the wasn't it the beginning <laughs> of the episode, Harry walks in, he wants his hoodie, like, come on. Like, Get over you, your hoodie. You've come back, what, how many times Agreed. now for your hoodie? You're checking in on Savvy, you want to see what the place still looks like, you still have a connection. You know what I mean? That's like me going to a guy's house for, like, some dumb bracelet. I lost my favorite keychain. It's like, alright, come on, just go buy, <laughs> just go buy a new hoodie, you know? Yeah. Vaguely. Like, it's fall. 
Maybe it's his favorite hoodie. <laughs> Still, I don't know. That's so funny. Still, I didn't, Jeff. That did not cross my mind as a really? man. Really? Yeah. I just thought. I thought that sounded kind I of like. I just know because you're... we were talking about it's fascinating writing TV shows. Yeah. So nothing that <laughs> happens in this show is ever by accident. But Do you know I what I mean? I thought that that was to set up for us that they're still not on speaking terms and he doesn't want to like run into her and to set up him and Joss's relationship for them to then have that night. Well, yeah, that probably was it too. Yeah. Actually, that probably is it. <laughs> but, I'm just so, saying. I'm just saying. Like, you're yeah. coming back for a hoodie. Come on, bro. I don't know. Before we get to Joss, though, we have to talk about the adventures of Cereal Buddies. Cereal Buddies. Oh, my God. Here it comes. Our co-creators and executive producers, Marie Manos and Kevin Undergaro. <laughs> How fast can I say this with my tongue? I'm um, just kidding. They produced a wonderful feature-length film. It's available now on iTunes. On you guys have to, have to, have so to funny. watch this. It's so Hilarious. funny. And it helps fund what we're doing right now. Without commercials, without buffering, these beautiful state-of-the-art studios <laughs> in Los Angeles, California, reaching you across the country, across the seven Honestly, seas. Honestly, how can you not? Just uh, Jeff could sell me a used car I know. and I'd buy it right I play now. every role in it. Oh my god, how could you not get Actually, it? Actually, if you were in it, oh my god. <laughs> well, I've already seen it, but I would watch it. Like, right. Watch all the way till the end, you guys, and you'll see Jeff's cameo. Exactly. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber meets Dexter if you meets don't see it, Breaking Bad. Rewind and watch Breaking Bad. Desperate Housewives meets Devious Maids meets The Mistresses it's like, times 10. It's like hu- dark humor. Yeah, it's like two besties killing people and getting highlights in Manning and Petties. Yeah. And everyone's gay. Getting okay, highlights of many petties. Gay people, is it, Joss. It's not an insane music video. <laughs> anyway, you always have a great segue. Joss, um, I was so very happy that they did not have Joss and Harry hook up. Were you guys feeling it? Yeah, I was. Why is it? Is it because we think that they're just the two hottest? Because in my mind, I was like, I wonder if they hook up in real life. I just like saw that breadcrumb. Like maybe I made it up. But I was like, oh, please That's don't do it. Too please scandalous don't. for mistresses, though. I, oh, nothing is too nothing scandalous. Is too scandalous. I would say that, that Did is. you miss his cheeseburger bread comeback? <laughs> no, because they, they've been kind of, I mean, their relationship's been mm, a little too close. I feel like the writers want you to still love Harry, though, and you couldn't love Harry if he... Do we love him? With Josh. But why would the writers want you to love Harry and not love Savvy because Savvy totally screwed him over. You know, I don't like, know if any... She's the anti-hero. You can kind of forgive God, her. True. Yeah, I don't you know can't forgive dude for character, though, that they've made us love 100%. Like, I used to love April and now she's, like, trying to get back with Paul. I'm like, yeah, no, no it's girl. Like, April, you're dumb. Like, yeah. I can't do this right now. What did you guys think of the game they played? The, um, like, My Life Sucks because... I loved it. I want to play I it. Is that, so Is that so dumb? Is that so dumb that I want to Have you ever played that as a girl? No, I've never played that game. And it's great. It's It's like a girl's night alcohol anonymous oh it. yeah it's a way to make you feel better about how crappy your life is it really is and the worse so you your life is it. you guys don't the think better it's cliche. you feel you i mean i no. i get jeff i know you by now and i know <laughs> that you probably detest it but i was like think about it you do i mean every when you get together you talk about all your problems anyway yeah it's so sad to say but when you hear other people you know of other people's problems it right. makes you feel better about your life it, it just puts it helps, stuff in perspective and, and it helps and, you laugh at it exactly and so i i don't know i think i'm definitely gonna play that game I with love, let's, right? let's play I it next week okay well you know what <laughs> we're gonna play it well, you guys have to tune in for the finale anyway but next week we're gonna tell you our real life problems <laughs> so it's like yeah that's not happening now let's, let's go to turn our three mic hours for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> And you can do shots at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm glad that, like, we are, you guys are here to, like, give your input because it's from the male perspective. I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like guys deal with problems by saying, like, 
okay, that sucks. Um, or, okay, just do this and I'll fix it. And we said, oh, okay. Which I wish, I mean, I envy you guys for that because I wish I didn't care so much or I feel like we overanalyze things. Yeah, you know? but like, so Naz, if you had an issue and you told Jeff what your issue was and he just told you a way to solve it, like half, I, I the, half annoyed, the time you'd be th- like, I'm not asking you to solve my problem. Right. I just want you to sympathize. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. But also, it's like, they just see so straightforward. You know what I mean? And It's like a male-to-female thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why that's such a girl game. Yeah. But I appreciated it. I liked it. It gave me a, <laughs> gave me a giggle. Well, I'm glad you could learn that. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of guys and girls' perspective, let's talk about Joss hooking up with her boss again after, like, in the beginning. Yeah. Because we'll go. She tried to apologize to Alex. Alex drives away. <laughs> Right. She's so mean. She's just like, peace. <laughs> anyway, she's heartbroken. And then I'm like, oh, man, like, Joss is really hurt by this. And then the next scene, she's screwing her boss. Did you think that she had feelings for Olivier? Is that his name? Olivier. Yeah. Olivier. I know. Yeah. Um, I think she's just not a lesbian, and she's realizing she's not a lesbian, and he's there. Gotcha. I think he's just a guy that's there. But she mm-hmm. was so upset when he said, I'm moving to Paris. Like, why are we doing because this? Because ru- her life is pretty much ruined. For him? I, I thought it, I didn't think it was more like I want to date and marry you, but I wanted to like continue hooking up with you for a while. Yeah, she. I mean, she thought he was her boss, you know, like for a while. Yeah. So she knew she was going to keep seeing him. Maybe she'd reap benefits out of out of it. Right. I don't know. I I was kind of weirded out by that. That whole conversation to me, I was like, like, what do you? What were you looking for? From I think this? personally, I think Joss was just looking for continued attention. Yeah, I mean, you know, because it's not like she didn't get anything from it. She got a promotion. I mean, uh, this is kind of what I predicted was going to happen. Olivia was super into her because she was, I don't want to say she was playing hard to get, but, you know, she was hard to get because she had a significant other. She gave that up so quickly to just hop into bed with some guy who didn't mean anything to her. And then, you know, as soon as she did, he kind of got over it. He's jet setting back to Paris or wherever he's from. He doesn't really care. And I feel like a big part of the reason why, you know, things set off the way he the way that they did is because mm-hmm. she was so like whatever go with the flow yeah, you know the guys always like those girls what she wasn't he wasn't expecting her to do that i don't think like get cuz he knew her like experience which yeah. was like going from guy to guy exactly i'm still a wee bit weirded out by how um like into her he is and because they have really great chemistry which has like, so. happened within the last like two and a half episodes yeah like her and olivier yeah i don't think we'll be seeing olivier again yeah. for a while though do, right do we know how old joss is like exactly i think they, I know they just Harry said, mentioned that she's in her 20s yeah but is it early 20s or is it late 20s i gotta say late 20s because i have to vent i'm <laughs> really effing aggravated with her like really pissed off. In, like, her. About what? Like a that relationship. The fact that she's career. in her her late twenties, she just broke up with someone. So it's okay to obviously go out, get hammered. You know what I mean? But she's just an effing mess. And it's like I I was feeling bad, you know. And then right up until she just quit. Yeah. We had no idea that she hated her job. Did you guys? I had no idea. No, she didn't hate her job. So I was I aggravated. Yes. Exactly. I thought she loved her job. So I'm aggravated that she's sitting here. She messed it up with Alex. So she goes and f. Olivier. Then she gets mad that he's leaving, but it's like, you're technically using him, too. Then she goes to Harry's bar, gets wasted, almost gets raped, then wakes up the next day throwing up and says, I don't remember anything. Like, that's okay, early 20s. It's okay, you're having a bad day, late 20s, however old you are. But And then you get a promotion, you go in, and you're just like, I want my frog, I'm leaving. It's like, I'm, I'm aggravated, you guys. Because I, I just don't know how to feel. Don't, I don't know if I should feel bad for her or if I shouldn't, you know? Because she's not doing anything to help herself. That's that's why I'm aggravated. 
I was upset. So when we were screening it, um, so Joss took that last listing from her assistant or whoever. Mm-hmm. And Naz says, you know, why would she want that? And I was like, oh, girl, she's going to start her own business. Like, she's got the initiative. She's she's like, F this. I'm going to do it myself. And I was like, go, girl. And then, no. What does she do? She pimps it out to her ex-girlfriend for a yoga studio that I don't even think she never mentioned that she was looking for before, and I was like, you idiot, do you. It was, it was a thoughtful gesture, but see, I think that's why I got mad, too, because you, because Tess was like, oh, she's going to start her own business. I was like, yeah, like, this is where it turns around. Like, this is great. Uh, and then she didn't, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And we then need she some tells, female empowerment in this show. Yeah, they're not doing a lot to help themselves. <laughs> yeah, we'll I that. think that's what it is. <laughs> and, then, and then Jocelyn tells Alex, I negotiated down to nothing. Okay, how did you do that for the rent, for the landlord? I'm sorry. <laughs> Find me an apartment yeah. for nothing. Near, Alex is near like, what did Echo you do? Park. Yeah, an up-and-coming area, Silver like a giant Lake. space. You know what? <laughs> we were going to rent this out, but we'll just give it to you for free. I negotiated nothing. Like, really? No, the best, sorry, this has nothing to do with anything, but the best is when Richard's like, because, you know, we have all these LA references, like Santa Monica, when Richard's like, oh, I was at the Grove, and they were not geniuses, and it's like, I hate the Apple store at the Grove, actually. Anyway, sorry, just had to show up. <laughs> I hate all Apple stores. Do you have an appointment? No, my computer <laughs> broke. I can't make one. Oh my god, I love it. When I can you come back? I can't come back. Just I fix you. it. I know. <laughs> come back in ten minutes. We'll email you. My phone's broken. <laughs> I, I lost everything on my computer, and they're like, "Well, it's all gone." It was a really great week in my life. Um, uh, and he was like, "If you have your uh, stuff on your iPhone, then you could or iPod, you can transfer it over." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, how?" He's like, "It's a legal way." So I was like, "So like online?" He goes, "That's the end of the conversation we're having." <laughs> And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I just lost everything <laughs> in my life. Everything. Oh, my God. I love it. But this. thank you for ending that conversation. <laughs> yeah, they're not geniuses. That's such a, like, pretentious, like, I, you, how do you even call yourself a genius? <laughs> like, how do you even go in there? You have to be some type of narcissist to work Can at Can you Apple imagine and, dating and, a Like, what Mac do you genius? do? I'm a genius. I'm, I'm a, a Mac, Mac genius. genius. Okay, we're getting off topic. Oh, are you? <laughs> I love that one. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, back to Joss, though. I think it's so, it would have been so easy for the writers and for the actress to make her really cliche. And I feel like sometimes they're like, road the line. But mm-hmm. I think having her fall in love with Alex, who's a female, mm-hmm. and saying as Jocelyn, as a woman, that I just fell in love with you as a person, I think that's like really amazing. And it was very unexpected for me to have so much like, heart in that character. Mm-hmm. So I was really like, I'm really happy with that. Yeah, there, that actually was a great moment. And I think, you know, we finally get why she did it. We finally get that she really isn't lesbian. And that I think Joss is obviously, you know, she's this free sexual spirit. sexual spirit and she just wants someone to care about and she wants to reciprocate that in return and that's completely okay to, yeah. to feel and I was really happy to see that she was so upset about the breakup because mm-hmm. it wasn't just like oh you're right I'm not a lesbian it was like she never labeled herself and it was just like another person that she was dating and she tried it which is very yeah. courageous and, and it's brave. so modern too. It, is, it is very modern it's I, totally the Anne Heche thing remember when Anne Heche did that yeah with, with Ellen, Ellen. And Generous mm-hmm. and she's like I'm just kidding I'm not yeah. a lesbian. No, but I'm going to marry this guy and have some kids. Yeah, but It's least. all good with me. Whatever floats your boat. I mean, as long Seriously. as you're like in the moment. I, I mean, I totally respect anyone that's in the moment and is willing to feel what they really totally. feel. Because there are a lot of people, that, you know, in this day that can't do that. Yeah. Trisexuals. And very, yeah, like you said, like the Anne Haitian, like very courageous. Yeah, so like everyone tonight, Martin, hook oh, up just with someone for the same sex. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know how it goes. <laughs> Write and comment on iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us about your sexual experiences. 
speaking of sexual experiences, yes. um, Karen told all of her friends that she had sex with a 12-year-old. Sam. And they took a shot to it. They yeah. didn't even Those have good, good And she didn't even win the game. No, she, she didn't. didn't. Are you kidding? Do, who, do, who do you guys think should have won that game? April um, should have won. That's so weird. Your husband's dead and he comes back. That's fucked. I would still say Karen. Really? I think Karen should be most ashamed of herself. April didn't Karen's do anything wrong. Sucks. I would say Karen, too, because she's not going to find anyone. Her personality is. When they put Karen on six <laughs> months suspension and she was livid about it. Yeah. Oh, count, count your, your blessings, blessings girl. girl. Girl, you could have You're lost it forever. Anything. Six months? And it's a vacation. Well, she pretty much yeah. did. And furthermore, now. don't be upset about your business partner selling you out and like well, not, forget the selling you out thing she found that out she found out that he sold her out and then she was disgusted when he basically said look when your six month suspension is over I want you out and then she was disgusted and it's like wouldn't you be out anyways? Like, first of all, you're not going to be paying for those six months running out the <laughs> office space. And second of all you need a fresh start girl. Like this guy already knows that you screwed up. You're horrible at what you do. But when he comes in and tell her, feel I wanted to let you know that it was me, and when you come back, don't come back. It yeah. was like a scorned lover talking, mm-hmm. being like, I screwed you over because I'm so hurt, and I want you to know about it. I and I want to let you know. She you know? should have yeah. known that was in coming. A way, in a way, I felt that. And then in another way, I actually love Jacob for this. because Really? Yes, I do. Because... Karen needs a wake-up call, and I I started thinking of their past. Jacob's known Karen forever, and I mentioned this last week, that he's he's grown up with her. They started a practice together. They went to college, you know, like stayed up late night, studied together, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so (laughs) they've obviously been very close friends. I think that he obviously likes her a little bit. but I think that was very apparent. Yeah, Yeah, but anyways, he came to admire this woman named Karen, whether he loved her or not as a person and respected her in her field. And then we even saw when the whole Tom... You know, when the gray thing was, like, nice and ripe and happening, like, he would try and help her out. Do you want me to talk to Sam? And she didn't open up to him. And it's like, if your name's on the door with someone else, like, I feel like they have a right to know about something. And then he even comes and tries to lie and help her. And what does she do? She makes him look like an idiot across from the table and just admits everything. So now everyone knows that he was going to lie for her. Mm -hmm. You know, he was going to be your alibi. And it's just like, enough's enough. It's like, all right, I tried to help you. I actually kind of love you. But, like... You were a great person, and like you did this, and it's unacceptable. Yeah, I sorry, like that was a really long rant. I no, I'm I'm I, totally I with you. you. I feel like as a therapist, if he really wanted to do her a solid, he would have been like, "Look, girl, you're a mess. You need in your six months off to get your own self a therapist." And figure all this out. You got problems. And if Karen's so moral, remember how she wanted to admit it? Why is she pissed about the six-month suspension? She should have been the one to say, you know what, Jacob? I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, if you're so moral... Why are you pissed that he doesn't What's want her to come back? Yeah. I also feel like so she still has not dealt with the grief of losing, quote unquote, the love of her life. Exactly. Right. Which can be extremely hard when he was married. Yeah. I, I, uh, on a, a, sorry, I just on an optimistic note, I hope Karen really does find the love of her life because I don't think it was the guy who was married with a kid keeping it a secret who already whatever. died. You have such a beautiful heart, Tess. You're right. Yeah. You know, maybe season four. <laughs> Oy. <laughs> We'll see about that. Well, I hope I have a love and I'm at home by Oof. season four. And I thought <laughs> not, I thought it was a little out of left field, the Liz Gray scene where she's drinking her like whiskey and she's wasted. It was out of left and field. And yelling at Sam. Yes. But with the predictions, I guess we kind of yeah, see why. She did a good products. drunk, though. She looked You loved her. Wasted. She's a great actress, yeah. She's good. I think she... I'm throwing it out there. If we can get any insiders from the show like on set, I'm going to say that was real scotch. Or whiskey. <laughs> no way. She. So you don't believe in her acting? She looks crunk. 
No, well, she did. That was that was apple juice. <laughs> Method acting, guys. <laughs> um, what we're talking about next week? Should we jump to some predictions? Let's jump to predictions. Jump, jump, jump. And now you're after Ooh. those TV <laughs> predictions. So I guess as we already said, we saw Liz Gray continuing more drunken behavior. Mm-hmm. Someone has a gun. Did we think it was her? It was. It, we saw the gun in her hand. Oh, it was her hand, right? I don't one gun, there could be They multiple. didn't show who it was, but we can Oh, infer. I thought she had the gun in her hand. And Did she they? was pointing to Karen. Sorry, I didn't mean to point to you. Might, yeah, you might be right. I'm pretty sure she had the gun in her hand. Don't point a gun in Jeff's face, Anyways, Steph. whatever I say doesn't matter because it's your prediction. Go ahead, Jeff. I don't know what my prediction is. I predict that finally, for God's sake, we'll find out what the well, child is. obviously, it's the last episode. <laughs> I would hope to What if God. they save it forever? It's going to be a series just about the birth. That would be amazing. I don't think that's ever happened in television where they would just save something like that. Oh, I hope not. What, I wish they would go to like Grey's Anatomy Hospital. <laughs> the I know, crossover. Right? <laughs> no, that is, that's almost like people who watch Breaking Bad that were like, what if Brian Cranston goes into witness production and then becomes the dad of Malcolm in the Middle and that's how Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle started? You didn't hear that? No, that's brilliant. I know, right? Someone <laughs> tweeted that. And I was like, this is, you're a genius. Maybe I love works a at crossover. Mac. Maybe it works at Mac. <laughs> Anyways, so that's your prediction that we're going to find um, out. Come on. Jack, okay, okay. I, I'm hoping at the moment now to let everybody continue on with their lives that <laughs> the baby will be Dom's. He'll fall in love with Savannah. Savannah will then accept his love. Harry will say, okay, the child is not mine. Let's divorce for real, and he'll move on. Okay. And he'll take the restaurant with him and rename it. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic's kitchen. What about you, Jess? <laughs> um... Again, I'm going to stick to my crazy wild theory that there's going to be twins, one's going to be Dom's, one's going to be Harry's, and this whole crazy saga is going to Wait, float on for another I season. I just, a little disclaimer on the screen right here. Tess has seen the British version of it. I have not seen Does it. Does that happen in I have the not British seen version? It. Because I swear on my life, if there are twins in that woman's stomach and one's black and one's white, I don't know what I'll do. I have not seen the British version. I've heard about it. And have you I heard that at the end? Watched of plenty of soap operas in my day, <laughs> and according and according to Mari and a couple of our comments on Maury? YouTube, why did I say Mari? Mari, yes, <laughs> it has show? happened. Got so Technically, are you, no, are you quoting Mari the TV Maury? show? Mari, it's real life. It can't happen. I'll say that much for the paternity. Don't and say then his name. On a second, on a second note, who got shot? I'm going to throw a wild one out there, and I can't put anything behind this as to why I'm saying this person, but I kind of think Crazy Drunk Mom is going to shoot Sam. Oh, my God. That was my prediction. Oh, I'm sorry. I went first. Darn it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And I don't know why, I think so, but I'm terrible. just throwing it out there. I think he's going to run in front of Karen, and she's going to kill her son. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I don't know that anyone's going to die, thought. but we saw blood on a white couch. Yeah. <laughs> well, who owns the white couch? Rewind. Let's see. What do you think, Naz? Any other predictions? Um, okay, another prediction, another prediction. Okay, while you're thinking of your prediction, uh-huh. let's just say that um, last week's episode <laughs> had 3.46 million oh, viewers. Yeah, which is great. Uh, 6% from the previous week's of 3.17, so 9 o'clock slot. It's doing well. Yeah. Jeff knew all those numbers. Thank you so head. much. Good job, Jeff. Um, although these are like getting better week to week since last week, we started with 4.4 million, so it's not 
that top number yet, but I think nine o'clock is doing really well for mistresses. Yeah, I think. Th- I mean, it's a better time for us. It <laughs> is. <laughs> I, um, Shark Tank leading into it's kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. I think Bachelorette. Love me more some Mark on. Cuban before mistresses. <laughs> Anyways, so my new prediction is. Um, that the baby is Harry's and Savvy realizes that she loves Harry and she just strung Dom along and Dom's now partner and is kind of like her boss and makes her life miserable Mm -hmm. and she kind of loses her job and still kind of hates her life but still has feelings for Dom. Done. I guess the breadcrumbs, (laughs) if I am reading them, are kind of pointing towards Harry because now Savannah's like coming back into him. Mm -hmm. Interesting. We'll we'll find out next week. We'll be back next week. We'll be playing the My Life Sucks game as promised. We'll reveal intimate details of our own lives. Just kidding. Um, but until next week, you can find us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at JeffMasters1. I'm on Twitter at JaneAsPress. Twitter and Instagram, I am MissTess underscore after the I. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.